0: A purpose-driven, woman. a purpose-driven woman. driven woman. Purpose-driven woman. That's a purpose-driven woman. Thank you so much again for tuning in today, again, to a purpose-driven woman podcast. Our guest today is Lindsay Bertner. This is a phenomenal story that beyond being deemed dead, literally in a fatal car wreck. Beyond being deemed brain dead and paralyzed, Lindsay was able, able to fight back to get her life back. And I'm so excited. She is the founder of the first class brand. And I want you to really sit back and listen to her story on today. We'll see you after this episode. Hello, Lindsay. How are you today?
1: Hello, hello. I am happy to be here, so I'm great. (laughs) How are you? I
0: am. I'm good. I'm good. I think we are so excited. Uh, just in our l- little time we had, I-, I just kind of probably conveyed my excitement of having you here. So I'm going to share a little bit about who you are. Lindsay Vertner is a high energy, interactive and results oriented speaker. She doesn't just aim to motivate audience, but also to deliver a transformational experience that encourages them to take immediate action. Her presentations are moving, but relatable, challenging, but actionable, cathartic, but humorous. Uh, So I'm I'm sorry, I'll just stop right there. Uh, once again, but, but this, but you know how they always say it was that part. Now, you know, it's like this little slogan going on, but the part that I really want to dive into first, if she's okay with that, and this, uh, Guess our this lady is fully decorated, guys, and all the energy. But I am so excited to hear about her journey. She's also what I would uh, say, what she refers to herself as is I would say two things the miracle woman and the you can woman. So, Lindsay, welcome to the show. Why don't you just start, you know, wherever you want to, but definitely want to dive into that piece. But, well, welcome. Tell us a little bit more about the Miracle Woman and and, and, and the You Can piece. I know you're going to re- be great to share that. <laughs> right
1: yes, well, the You Can Woman, that is a new one for me. And um, actually, Miracle Woman, uh, I, I it was placed upon me. I never <clears throat> dubbed myself that, and that was actually part of my struggle. So I will just hop right into that one um, because it was a lot of pressure. To live up to a title that I didn't give myself. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that, right? And um, how how did that name happen on, on my life? So, wait, I got to ask now, I got to ask, do you want the full story or you want the cliff notes? Because I can not you either, okay? <laughs> but
0: you know, we got, uh, we got so much time, but you know, let's do the middle one. We don't want to up but not too long let's just do the middle one okay, let well, let's just try. but I do want you to really in all seriousness please just share because this is so powerful I think our guest really needs to hear you know this yes, part of your journey yes.
1: so in May of 2007 I found myself waking up in complete darkness I had no clue where I was I went to move and I couldn't move. I went to speak and call out and I couldn't speak. I couldn't see anything around me except I noticed the moonlight shining through an unfamiliar window. And so in my head... I apparently watched too many movies because (laughs) I just knew that I was locked up in some psychos basement that was waiting to torture me because what other explanation could there be that I wake up in darkness, I can't move, I can't see, I can't speak, except that, right? And so I started to panic and I panicked so much in that moment that I exhausted myself out to the point where I passed out. Okay. And the next time I woke up, I thought to myself like, Man, that was a horrible nightmare that I don't ever want to experience again because it felt so real, only to slowly realize that I still didn't know where I was. I still couldn't see, I still couldn't speak, and I still couldn't move. The only thing that had changed was the sunlight was shining through that same window that I knew wasn't mine. But before I could panic again, I heard voices. And a lady walks up to me and start asking me questions. And I'm thinking I'm answering her out loud. But in reality, the only noises that were coming out of my mouth were uh, 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 uh,
0: Mm.
1: because there was a tube going down my throat, keeping me alive. Turns out, this lady is my nurse, and she proceeds to tell me that an entire week prior, on May 13, 2007, the car I was driving went off the opposite side of the highway, flipped multiple times as if it were doing backflips, before landing upside down. My head was pinned between the ground and the entire weight of the car on top of me. I was immediately cut from the car and immediately I was pronounced brain dead on the scene. But God had other plans because despite being pronounced brain dead, when they could have put me in a in a bag, they put me on a helicopter and, and lifeline me to a trauma hospital where again by a new set of medical professionals I was pronounced brain dead upon arrival. But God had other plans because despite that they proceeded to do emergency surgeries and they only placed me on life support until my family could be contacted. And so I'm like, wait, 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 wait. One minute, I'm driving home, minding my business from visiting my mother on Mother's Day. And the next, I'm waking up to being told that not only had I been brain dead for the past week, but on top of a long list of injuries, I was also paralyzed. So I wow. woke up to being brain dead and paralyzed. And in that moment, the only thing I could think was one, thank God I'm alive. And then two, thank God I was safe in a hospital. Okay. Right. <laughs> I still didn't know where I was, but at least it wasn't in a psycho's basement. <laughs> right. Right. And it was in that moment that I realized I could either be a victim to my circumstances or I could be a victor over my life. And I chose the latter and that led me exactly to what I do today as a coach and speaker where I help high achieving women who struggle with perfectionism, overthinking and doubt to increase their clarity, confidence, connections and cash flow. I'm all about helping people to live their first class life full of purpose, fulfillment and happiness because I'm of the firm belief that if I can literally come back from deathbed, then there's nothing that you can't overcome to achieve the life of your dreams. And Allah, here we
0: are. Oh, wow. I mean, you can't you can't make this up, right? This is one of the <laughs> things that you literally cannot make this up. Wow. That's all I can say, you know, to even just see the picture for those, once again, my guest today who are listening, my guest today is Lindsay Burtner. And of course she's sharing her story and really her testimony on how she was able to overcome a major accident. And I mean, wow, wow, wow. Even as I look at the picture, you know, just to see, you know, uh, see this information. I just think it's just phenomenal. So, you know, what is it, you know, what is it then does it have to take, you know, I think sometimes when we have these situations, they do, you know, they do just they, they transform our lives, and I love your your uh, business and your whole uh, brand, uh, first class life, first class mm-hmm. life. So tell us more about you know even when you you gave out your interest to support women to fulfill their purpose, right? Uh, to have happiness and, and and fulfillment. How how did that how did that part come to be specifically you focusing on the women?
1: Yes yeah, so due to my recovery time one my entire medical team, after they were shocked that I was alive a week later, um they were shocked at my recovery because I was able to walk out of the hospital in exactly one month's time, and nobody expected it and in the community because a lot of people had gotten word of my of my you know, my incident and what had happened and and the recovery process and all of those things. And people had started calling me Miracle Woman. I remember the very first news article that was written, it said, In big, bold letters, front page news, miracle on the highway, woman believed dead is now alive in Indianapolis Hospital. And so Miracle Woman and Walking Miracle were the two names that were placed upon me. (laughs) And it was during my recovery process and trying to live up to that expectation that I realized "Mm -mm, this ain't going to work out because it was placing a lot of pressure on myself. I found myself lacking self-care because although my physical recovery was swift, I wasn't prepared for the emotional recovery that came with it. And that took much, much longer. So as I was coaching myself, (laughs) and I I didn't realize I was coaching myself, but as I was coaching myself through the emotional piece of recovery, I started to recognize so many other women were dealing with some of those exact same issues. And you might be thinking, well, what are those issues? And it was the feeling of not being good enough. And it was doing all the things for all the people all the time and putting my needs last because I'm trying to live up to this expectation that was placed upon me. And how often do we do that as women? Not that men don't do this as well, but there's something different whenever it comes to women. And we're constantly trying to live up to the roles that society gives us, you know, daughter, mom, teacher, cousin, best friend, all of these things. And we often lose ourselves and we feel like we're not good enough or we feel unworthy of the things that we desire and all of these other things. And so once I started to recover on that side of the journey, I noticed it in so many other women. And what I also noticed is that when the woman is thriving, everyone connected to her thrives as well. When the woman is not thriving, everyone connected to her, whether they recognize it or not, are suffering as well. And that's how I started to focus on women specifically and helping them in this journey because it's a ripple effect.
0: I appreciate you sharing that and once again uh I just feel that you know even as I'm speaking to different individuals uh throughout this podcast journey um many of us just as yourself we've all formulated our our purpose and our passion and, and the things that we're pursuing based on life experiences right based on the reality of what what we what we uh, have seen but yet what we actually have experienced right cuz there there is a blueprint you know i know i started out my in my even my career and thought pattern in life in my last had the, same, had the same thing and say, she said the same thing, should I say, about, you know, we just had this idea of what life was going to be like. And of course you couldn't have predicted you would be in this situation. You know, mm-hmm. I've been in car accidents. I understand my goodness, you know, I, you know, but I never had an injury, but to have this type of injury and to come out and I get, and, I, and I've dubbed you, I know you talked about that a little bit. <laughs> Talk about the Before are starting, you are the you can woman as well. Because all I saw was you can, you can. You, I said, "This is this is the you can." She's a miracle, the miracle woman and the you can woman. So, uh, with all that said, I just think it's so beautiful how, once again, through the trial, you know, through what could, could seem to be a tragedy, for you to rise up and come out. What was it? We need to hear this outside of the fact that you. You knew that that uh you know, of course you, you wanted women to start living the life of their dreams. But what was it that shook you up enough to know that you know what, this is this is I'm gonna be unapologetic about this and there are no other options. Cause that's what I when I hear you and I read your story and, and I'm hearing your story today, that's the message I'm getting. So what was it? What did you find in yourself to rise above? Because everyone you know, many people have had car accidents. Many people have had situations similar, but they don't always mm-hmm. rise to their potential. What was it that got you to the point where you were able to rise above and get to live to the potential that you are living now?
1: Yes. So if it's all right with you, I'll, I'll share three factors with that. Absolutely. Is that all right? Awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> so. <laughs> Here's the thing as I went through my recovery I started to notice that there were significant traits and characteristics and I I love psychology and I like to people watch and I'm always asking like what made them do that or what made them say that you know and as I watched other people that were quote-unquote successful because, you know, success is subjective. You define what your success looks like. I noticed that there were similar things happening to those that were happy and genuinely happy living their life versus those that weren't. And it's mindset. And that's why I love what I do because oftentimes we don't recognize how powerful our mindset is. And It is connected to every single thing that we do personally and professionally at a subconscious level. And so here's three of the 10 key factors that I discovered. So I talk about this in my book, First Class Life, 10 Key Factors to Creating a Life Full of Purpose, Fulfillment, and Happiness. And the very first factor that I had to have in, in creating this life that I loved was I had to be faithful. Now. No matter your spiritual beliefs, it's important that you are faithful because we're all in this together. And you have to believe that there is a purpose that is bigger than you. There is a purpose outside of yourself. And so when I was laying in that hospital bed and I was listening to the diagnosis and all the things that she was saying, I, I really wasn't processing anything because the only thing that I could think about really was, you know. I'm still here. Why am I still here? Mm -hmm. I'm obviously still here for a reason. I don't know what that reason is, but there's a reason. So my spiritual folks are familiar with Romans 8, 28, that says, all things work together for our good according to his will and purpose, but... Even outside of that in science, there was a study at John Hopkins University in the 1950s that said, you know, whenever you have the hope or belief that things will work out for you, no matter what, you increase your risk of survival by 60% in life threatening situations. 60%. So it's spiritual and it's scientific. (laughs) So that was the first thing I had to have faith that I was still here for a reason. I didn't know why, but I held on to that faith. And because I held on to that faith, the second factor that I had to do was I had to be intentional. Because oftentimes we say that we want something, but we aren't intentional with going about it, our behaviors and about what we're thinking and what we're doing to obtain the things that we want. And so the only thing that I wanted more than anything was I wanted to walk again period, point mm. blank. <laughs> yes. I wanted to walk again. And so with that, I was like, you know, I thought I was living a great life. And that's what happens. We get comfortable in our current situations. We get comfortable in our chaos and we think everything around us is normal. And we know we want more, but you know, we aren't really sure if we want are worthy of it, which is a whole nother piece. But We aren't intentional about getting it sometimes. And so that's what I set my intentions on. I said, I want to walk again, period, point blank. And you have to be crystal clear on your intentions because fuzzy intentions produce fuzzy results. And I knew that I wanted to walk without assistance, without a walker, without a cane, without a wheelchair. I knew that I didn't want somebody taking care of me the rest of my life. And one thing about intentions is it helps us to keep focus when the times get rough because obstacles happen to everybody, right? Sometimes when we're going through it and it's really rough, we like to think we're the only ones going through the rough patch. But obstacles happen to everybody. And when our intentions are clear on what we desire, then it helps us to keep pushing when those obstacles arise. And you have to remember, yes. everybody around me with titles and degrees, you know, that, that authority figure, they didn't know if I would walk again. And honestly, they were very pessimistic that I would walk again. And I get it. They don't want to give me a false sense of hope. But if I had listened to them because they were the perceived experts in that moment, then I wouldn't be talking to you today. And that's where the faith piece comes in, right? So all of these things are connected to one another. I was faithful that it was bigger than me and I was still here for a reason. I was intentional on what I wanted. And then the last factor that I want to share is that you have to be action oriented. You can't just create the vision, make the goal and then sit back and do nothing. It doesn't work like that.
0: (laughs) Gotta do the work, gotta do the work.
1: Mm Mm-hmm, Actions helps you to achieve the things that you want, and sometimes we drop the ball when it comes to taking action because we make the vision boards and we 're like, "All right, I manifested it, and now it's just going to come to me, but no, you have to think about it and and you have to create the plan and it's the little actions that we do every single day that add up to the big moments and yes. whenever we are doing those things, it doesn't seem like we're doing much but subconsciously what happens is we're slowly shifting our thinking, we're slowly shifting our behaviors very subtly. And then the next thing we know, we're living the reality that we thought of that was once a dream.
0: Wow, I know you really took a lot away from that episode as I did. I was on the edge of my seat as I was interviewing Lindsay. So once again, thank you so much for being here. If this podcast was inspirational or educational or any way impacting you, please, today, I would love for you to go ahead and rate the show. Tell us exactly, not just in stars, but in written words, What was most impactful for you? Also, if you would like to follow our guest today, please follow her. Once again, liveafirstclasslife.com is her website where you can connect with her on all platforms. Once again, liveafirstclasslife.com. And once again, I thank you for being here and we'll see you soon. Take care.